What's going on, all my podcast listeners? See Jizzle and the fucking Wizzle. <clears throat> Bringing you another episode. Um, I just, you know, I know it's been a while. It's been a, at least probably about a week. Um, and, you know, a little while back I said I would try to get on the... Um, get on the train about making them twice a week or whatever, but I've just been going through a lot of shit, so, sorry it's been so long, you know, I got to sit in there today, and I'm like, all those people that are listening to my podcast are probably pissed off that I haven't made anything, so, <clears throat> if you're new to the channel, there's plenty of, plenty of rants, raves, podcasts, personal experiences, um, thousands of episodes that you can just go back and listen to. And they're usually about an hour long, usually. Very rarely do I make them less than an hour. Anywho... Like I said, I got to sitting there, I got to thinking about life and everything, and depression and everything, and like, man, I haven't made a podcast in a while, so, um, doing a little bit of drinking, doing a little bit of smoking, that's usually when my best colors come out, um, and I got to thinking about things, you know, I was making a post on Facebook and I was just thinking about depression and, you know, for people that are dealing with it, <clears throat> my heart goes out to them, it really does. I know you got to do what you got to do to make ends meet, but usually nine times out of ten, Depression is fueled by the environment that you're around. And when I say that, I mean, you know, I don't have a girlfriend, I don't have a baby's mom, I don't have any kids, whatever. Um, in my 30s, um, I go to work, I pay my bills, and... My bills are relatively cheap, you know, I don't have um, a gas bill or an electric bill or whatever because it's all included in my rent, so that's a good thing, but I worked a terrible job, you know, like, and when I say terrible, I mean fucking terrible. You know, I've had many, many jobs in 15 years. Um, many, many jobs. Cooking, working at a gas station, working at multiple food places, actually. Um, it's just, this was one of the worst ones that I've had. This past one. Pizza Hut was just terrible, and it's because of the management, so, every day I woke up, it was just miserable, I would feel miserable, you know, oh, here we go again, 
you know, here goes another fucking day. And it was only like six hours, seven hours. It was very rarely eight hour shifts. But still, just to go in there for six hours and deal with that shit was just fucking crazy. It's the most, <clears throat> the most stressful, strenuous job that I've ever had to deal with. Ever. Because nobody else wants to pick up their weight. You're the only one doing everything. And you're getting paid $16 an hour, you know. Minimum wage here, I think, is like $14.50. I'm not sure. But, anywho, it's not worth it. Meanwhile, you got a general manager that's sitting back. She's making 50 grand a year. She's making $27 an hour, you know, while I'm making 16 And um, she's just standing up at the computer, not doing nothing. She's just on her phone all day. You know, in the morning, from 9 or 10 in the morning until 2 or 4, there ain't nobody that's really ordering pizza. That's the slowest time of the day. And she didn't want to train me to do this shit to open. Because if I knew how to do everything, then she would have to work evenings. You know what I mean? So she kept it that way for the longest time. And it went from three shift leads when I started to just me. So I was doing the work of three different managers, still getting the paid the same amount and getting shit on. And then eventually, after six months or whatever, she hired another manager and she wanted to cut my hours down to 20 hours a week. And I'm like, dude, at first it was good. I'm like, it gives me more time off. I can still pay my bills then I got to thinking about it and I'm like no you know I need to get a better job I need to get the fuck out of here and when she started giving me those days off it just gave me more time to look you know so I put in an application for a gas station and in the past I put in probably two applications maybe three when there was different management um I think I got an interview one time, but like I said, the manager was just a bitch. So this time, I thought, well, I'll put in another application. I'd already put in one for Shell gas station. Talked to a recruiter. I didn't get anywhere. I called them back at the actual store, and they said, oh, the recruiter is the one that's, you know... I said, I already talked to her, so... They want to fuck me around in circles. They're dying for people, supposedly, but you have somebody with nine years of gas station experience, it's like a no-brainer, you know. So I decided to put in this application here at a different gas station, right? And at first I'm like, I didn't expect to get a call back or you know I was just like let me let me try it you know 
instead of getting on Indeed or a third-party website, let me get on their actual website and put in an ad. And I think people need to start doing that more because places like where I work, they don't look at Indeed, I'm pretty sure. You know, they just, I don't know. It's best to just put in the application through their website instead of Indeed. So anyways, um, I got the first interview, I got a voicemail on my phone one day and they were like, hey, we want you for an interview, I go in there, I take it, and to be honest, um, they wanted to set, set me up with a second interview, and usually when they do that shit, I get, um, I don't know what the word is. I get nervous, I guess. If I don't get it on the first interview, you know, but it's just with with certain companies, they have a policy where if one manager likes what they see, then they have to take it up with a big dog, I guess. Um, so I went through the second interview and I think it went pretty good and everything. And I ended up getting the job. Um, they said after three months, I'm going to be making seventeen fifty, a dollar fifty more than what I would be making at that fucking pizza place. And it's we have two people working at the gas station instead of just one on overnights. So I mean, it's easy as fuck. You clean some shit. You sit around the rest of the night, and you're making a dollar fifty more than what you would have being a slave, pretty much. So you know, even when things feel like they're getting rough, getting tough, feel like you can't do it anymore, just stick it out. And see what other kind of opportunities come along. Because um, my experience alone, like I said, when I worked at a gas station for nine years before, that kind of got me this job. Kind of. It definitely sticks out, you know. When they look at that shit and they're like, nine years, holy fuck. It's not just two years or three years, he was there for nine years, you know. And then they got they get to question you like why are you working at a pizza place, you know? And you gotta explain to him, you know, the whole shit. I was getting paid fourteen an hour, I decided sixteen an hour sounded better and now I'm decided I'm decided that seventeen fifty an hour sounds better. You know, um, so anyways, I've been very happy lately, I've been on a good path, and I just bought a new bike, you know, to get back and forth to work, it's 
been really smooth. Kind of got a few hiccups with it. I got to take it back into the bike shop, but it's a whole lot easier to get to work knowing that I have something more dependable, you know. And I don't know, I think it's like three miles each way, six miles a day, you know. Um, at first I thought I wanted to work evenings or whatever, well, they, they wanted me basically for overnights, and I'm like, they asked me two times. They're like, well, you have a, you have an open schedule. Would you be willing to work overnights? I was like, yeah, I'll do that. And then there was another time where they asked me. They were like, so you're you're okay with overnights? Well, yeah, I'll do that. But I'm gonna say, like, when I worked for Circle K, I did overnights for three years, maybe four. I don't know. And after a while, that shit starts to fuck with your mind. It really does. I haven't done overnights in at least, you know, it's been a year and a half since I worked at a gas station. And I worked evenings for a couple or a few years. So it's been like four or five years since I've done overnights. So I'm kind of still, I'm getting back into that groove, but it's, I don't know. I'm really happy right now. I'm really doing good. And for right now, it's not messing with my sleep schedule. So, I'm fine with that. Um, <clears throat> the thing I gotta do is just do a good job. And mind my P's and Q's for a little while, you know. I, uh, I got in trouble recently from having an argument with a customer, and I kind of learned my lesson. I got over that. You know, hopefully everything will be good. But, um, you know, uh, like I said earlier, I was talking to somebody about depression. And this is like the second or third time that I brought this up, but... If you live a happy life, if you um, if you can wake up and actually be happy that you're going to wake up, or you know, if you can um, not be miserable every day at least, then you're gonna it's gonna be a lot easier to fight depression and here lately in the past two or three weeks I'd say about the past actually week or two I haven't had any depression really whatsoever you know um, still kind of depressed about you know my long-term goals that I haven't been able to fulfill but hey I 
got a good job. I'm not getting worked to death. I'm still paying my bills. And I'm actually not as stressed, you know. I'm having a good good life, you know. So for right now, that's fine. My next set of goals is to start saving money. And I got my tax return back or whatnot. Um, that really helped. I also had some money that my mother had got from my grandmother dying. So that's what paid for my new bike. Um, and then all this money that I've been making, because we get paid every week. All this money I've been making is just getting saved up. So... right now I'm ahead of the game and I'm feeling good um, like I said I'm not as stressed I'm not depressed to a certain extent um, so that's what I say like if you live a miserable life if you got a baby's mom that's always bitching about shit you always had drama in your life, or if you got a boss that's always in your ear, you're gonna be miserable. Period. And there's some jobs out there that they just can't pay you enough to deal with their fucking mouth or their bullshit, you know? I don't know. I'm gonna hold on to this opportunity while I have it. Um, you know, I got a pretty decent job, it's pretty simple, I get paid good money, it's not too far from where I live, it's not too far from where my mother lives, you know, so, paying her a trip or a visit isn't difficult, you know, sometimes when I get off work and I go over there, I drink coffee with her and smoke a little bit of weed. But, you know, um, within the next five years, do I see myself still working for this company? Probably. It depends. You know, I mean, I'd really like to get a little bit of a foothold and get some money saved up. So that way I can get into van life. And this is, like I said, I get paid every week. I get paid $17.50 an hour. It's a simple fucking job. Um, so yeah, I might stick around here for a little while. Because I don't really see any other good opportunities out there where you're going to get paid that much. You know, if I had a vehicle, maybe I might be able to go and get a job somewhere like at a grain elevator or something making $20 an hour or 25 whatever. 
but I'm content where I'm at. I can pay my bills, my bills aren't that expensive, and I can still save some money. And I'm going to try to keep it very limited to what I spend. After I get done buying some clothes, I pretty much have everything that I need. I bought some new water filters, I got a new air pump for my bike, I've got some inner tubes in case I get a flat. Um, whenever I was at the bike shop, I told them to put new handlebars and pedals on it because they were just terrible. Cheap ass fucking. The handlebars felt weird. And this ergonomic grip on it that had these hand pads that were just. Stuck out, you know. I was like, eh, I want to get something else. So I don't know how much they were. Maybe $20 for handlebar grips. And I decided the pedals looked really cheap. The pedals look like something you get on a Walmart bike. And I was like, yeah, we need to get rid of those. So... I got a pair of matching pedals. They're both blue, so handlebars are blue, pedals are blue. The bike frame is black. Um, it's got reflective paint on it. That's pretty cool, you know. That way, people can see you in the dark. It's black paint, but it's got white reflective paint little accents you know um, and then I decided to get a um, LED light that's blue and it uses triple A's but they only it only lasts like 20 hours so I got to thinking well if I'm going to be using this throughout the summer, throughout next year, I need to buy some rechargeable batteries. It was like 15, 20 bucks to get some rechargeable, to get a, a charging station and then to get the batteries was like another 10 bucks, whatever. So $20 I've got unlimited basically unlimited um, energy so the only downside to buying a new bike is there's some problems with this um, I bought it new brand new there's already a cracked cable on it well part that the cable goes into for the gear cable is cracked at the neck so it came that way they need to replace it and the gearing isn't adjusted the right way either and there's no chain put on the lube whatsoever so I'm going to take it in the bike shop tomorrow I'm going to 
talk to him about this because I have chain loop that I could put on it but I don't want to put something on there and then my warranty is defective so I think I have a year warranty I'm going to take it in there I'm going to tell him to put some lube on it and fix the cable get the gears good because first second and third gear maybe maybe even the fourth I can't even use pretty much so all I've been using is fourth fifth sixth seventh eighth and I haven't even really used the ninth gear until tonight I think I got into the last gear but unless you're on a downhill slope man can't really get into that ninth gear <laughs> and at first I thought oh I need two sets of gears you know yeah nine gears is enough instead of having a 21 speed you got the front derailleur that has problems you got the back derailleur just you just got to worry about the back one you know so a lot more reliable, a lot more simple. And it's a very light bike. I've had some light bikes in my life. <laughs> I've got a vintage 84 Cannondale that's like 15 fucking pounds. But I need to get some new rims. Some vintage rims. And... I figured, well, why not just get a whole new bike that I can use? Cause I don't want to, I don't want to damage or keep using that vintage bike, you know, if I don't have to. Eventually, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna buy the rims for it, but they're like two, three hundred bucks for rims and tires. And I thought, why not? just go out and buy a new one so that's been getting me around it's been working really good actually the bike that I used to have that was a Walmart bike I've been riding it since last October and the bearings are going out on it um, well they've already kind of went out on it I'm just if I would have rode it any longer, it, it probably would have seized up on me, to be honest. I think I lost a bearing or two. But, um, yeah, it was sounding really nasty. And after six months of use, that's what I expected. Out of a Walmart bike, you know, they don't usually last that long, so... That's why I decided to go out and get a better quality, high quality bike, you know, because Cannondale's, Giants, Specialized, you're going to get what you pay for, you know, versus buying a Genesis or a Mongoose or something like that.
so a lot of people say a lot of anybody that rides bikes will you know they'll hear somebody that talks about how they just bought their son a bike from Walmart or they just bought themselves a bike from Walmart or whatever it just makes me cringe it just makes me cringe because I know that it's a I just bought that bike because it was something to get me to and from you know I didn't have a thousand dollars back then so but to hear people that actually go out and buy it and think oh it's a good bike <laughs> no it's not it's fucking terrible so it's heavy as fuck you know I think I looked online and they said it was 41 pounds 42 pounds something like that and the bike that I have now is like 25 pounds major difference I don't care who you are 10 pounds doesn't sound like a lot but when it comes to the bike frame it is it's a major difference and not just that but getting steel rims aluminum rims and not just the steel and aluminum rims you know like if you're gonna have a tail a trail bike a trail bike sorry where you're actually you know taking it off road whatnot double steel wall rims is what what you need but it's heavier you know it's gonna add a little bit of weight so if you're just cruising around in the city and you want something light you need aluminum for your rims I don't care who you are and the same thing with the frame if you got a trail bike it's a little bit thicker of a frame a little bit heavier but that's what you need for those for that shock absorption you know what I mean but even with this bike that I have, it's a uh, Cannondale Quick 4. And the frame on it, it's a hardtail. It doesn't have any front shocks. It doesn't have any back shocks. But just going over the bumps, some of them are terrible. You know, I live in a bad city. They have terrible roads. But most of the shock absorption is through the tires. So when you're running 700cc tires or hybrid tires like I have, um, there's a difference between 25cc tires and 35cc tires. You know, um, they absorb a lot more of that. There's a little bit more meat on it, if you know what I mean. I've had um, 20cc tires before, very thin, very, very thin. You get a piece of, a little small piece of glass and you're going to get a flat. So, and not only that, but there's no 
bump absorption. There's no shock absorption when you have those thin tires. So, you hit a bump or you hit a railroad track or something, and, um, you know, it, it basically pushes the air out of your tire every time you hit a bump. Slowly but surely. I mean, they have valves on them, but yeah. When you ride a when you ride a 700 cc tire or a road bike tire, you're supposed to air them up every two days, maybe every three days. Because if you don't and they get low, then you hit a a bump or something, you're going to get a pinch flat. So, <clears throat> over the years, I've been riding bikes for a long time now. Since at least 2018, probably before that. I had my car then, but I also had a bike, so... Yeah, I think I had my old Cannondale around that time, but anywho, let's just say 2018, just say that, I doubt it, it's, it's probably 2016, whatever, so about eight years, I've been riding bikes, and I have the opportunity right now to get my license, to get a car, but I choose not to because the price of gas is so expensive, the price of insurance, you know, that's probably another three, four hundred dollars a month that I, that I would have to pay. So why would I do that? You know, and I have people that ask me all the time. They're like, why don't you just get a car? Why would I pay $300 more a month just to be lazy? Because that's basically all it is, just for me to get back and forth to work. Why do I need a car? If I have a bicycle I can get back and forth to, it takes, it takes 15 minutes to get to and from most places. Why the fuck would I need one? You know? Gas is four fifty a gallon. Why the fuck? So it's certain preferences and I really like riding a bike. I really do. It's you know it wakes me up on the way to work. Even though sometimes I get there I'm not fully awake. Um, it keeps me in shape. If I was driving in a car or sitting on my fat ass every day, I wouldn't be able to, you know, I eat a lot of food. <laughs> so me riding to and from work every day is like the least that I can do, you know. I probably eat more calories than what I burn off. So I'm getting a little bit of a gut. And that's because I drink beer. 
I eat fucking burgers and pizza and shit. I eat a lot of carbs. I don't watch what I eat. I really don't. I don't watch what I eat. And a lot of people do, and they're like, oh my god. I just ate 400 calories. I don't care. I just went to the fridge to get beer, and I realized, you know, I ordered Burger King, I put my Whoppers and everything in the fridge. <laughs> so I, I've got that to still eat, right? Well, tonight they had a special, after you order $20 on Burger King, you get a free um, spider vs. Whopper. Comes with a red bun, black sesame seeds, <laughs> Swiss cheese. It's kind of weird, whatever. I'm like, hey, whatever. It's for free. So, I ended up getting one Whopper and like two Junior Whoppers. And then I got a third Junior Whopper for free because I had rewards points. And then I had some onion rings that I bought. So I have three Junior Whoppers, a regular Whopper, and a Spider-Verse Whopper for like, I think it was like 30 bucks altogether with the, with the delivery and everything. That's not bad. It's still not a bad price. You get two Whoppers, three Junior Whoppers, and an onion ring. That's not bad. I'm not going to eat them all tonight, of course. You know, I like to put them in the fridge. And then tomorrow, when I wake up, I like to scrape the scrape the um, lettuce and onions and shit off of it and warm it back up. And I made sure that I told them not to put any mayonnaise or ketchup or none of that shit. So has been many times in the past where I have had that I just scrape it off of there but when you're warming that shit up I've got mayonnaise and ketchup and mustard at home so anywho it's been really good lately like I said working where I'm at I had Three days off last week. 32 hours. That's another thing. It's eight hour shifts. It's not six hours. Not seven hours. It's eight hour shifts. So. You work four days a week. You get 32 hours. Um. I think they're going to give me two days off this week, but I think next week I get three days off. I don't know. Either way, I don't care. It's just going to give me more money, um, even if it's $100 more. You take that money, you put it to the side, and... Um, about a couple months, the fair 
is going to be coming and I'd like to go out there if I get some time off I'm going to go out there and I'm going to get some food so that's the only reason why I need to go out to the fairgrounds anyways I'm not going to go ride any rides And if there is a very cool ride that I need to ride, I'll just buy some tickets, you know. But I want to go out there, see the goats, see the horses, eat some food. And yeah, that's coming up. Let's see. Well, it's going to be about, it's almost June now. It's about a month and a half. No, it's going to be two months and a half. You got June, you got July, and then a half a month. And I just, time goes by so fast here lately in the past year or so, in the past two years, that my birthday's coming up and at the end of June. And it's like a month away from now. So... I want to do something. I don't know what. I'm probably just going to have a cookout. Stay at home. Go over to my mom's house maybe. I don't know. Going to be 33 years old. You know, I um I talked to people that I work with, some kids that are like 18, 20 some of them don't know a fucking lick about culture or movies or cartoons. But I got talking to this kid that I work with. And he used to be... He, he's pretty cool. He's pretty laid back. I mean... He's kind of lazy, but hey... This kid James that I work with, he's this mixed kid. He looks more black than he looks white. <laughs> he's got a little afro puff. And he used to be in the military. I don't know what happened. I don't know if he got discharged or if he got tired of it. I'm going to ask him here in a little bit. But he... Yeah, he got tired of doing that shit and he's working at a gas station now. So, like I said, even people that think you have to have a good job, it's people, like I said, that went and served for our country, they come home, get a job at a gas station. It's not that hard, it's pretty simple. Um, especially younger people like you know <laughs> no matter what you do in life whatever you want to do just make sure that you're happy that's basically what it comes down to I have people that I used to be friends with um, well one particular 
guy that I used to be friends with, and he was miserable every day. He's got this fucking job that he makes six figures a year, supposedly, and he's miserable every day. And not only that, but he's he's got a wife that he has to deal with. And don't get me wrong. Some people, you know, if you find somebody that's great for you, that's good. But you can tell that some of these people are just not happy. They're not happy. You wake up every day, you gotta be around somebody else. You gotta deal with their shit. You gotta deal with their debts or their problems or their fucking, you know. I don't have to deal with that when I come home. When I come home... There's nobody to bitch about nothing. Why isn't dinner made? Or why isn't the house cleaned? Or why didn't you pay that bill? Or whatever. I don't have that problem. That's a good thing about being single. So, when I find somebody that is like me, that I can get along with, that's, you know, then it might change. And I've got a very good Dutch friend. Um, I really care about her. I really do. She's a good person. I um, have been thinking about when she comes to America and she's been talking about it lately she wants to do it um, there's no reason why she can't come to America if she just goes through the process but I want to make sure that I'm actually good by then I want to make sure that I'm well off So that I can make it easier for her to be well off. If I don't have to spend as much money on me to live, then I can have more money to spend on other people to help them get on their feet. Especially somebody that's just coming to America. I can, I totally could help somebody do that. When it comes to helping, you know, you get homeless people on the streets or drug addicts or alcoholics that are always begging for money. But whenever I'm putting my money towards somebody that I actually know is going to, you know, make something of themselves. I have no, I have no problem in the world with that. If I had to, if she had to come over here and live with me, and I had to pay for her food, and had to pay for her bills to live here, I'd be completely fine with that. And that's crazy for me to think that way, because I'm not very, I'm not very pro-immigration. You know, 
I usually say, why the fuck do you want to come here? And nine times out of ten, it's because over there, especially people that live on a paycheck, um, their housing costs are very high over in the Netherlands. Their housing situation is crazy. Their welfare and whatnot is mediocre. So, for somebody to want to come and see America, that's Dutch, that's never seen America, I can understand that. I wish that I had a friend somewhere in South America so I can go see Chile, so I can go see Brazil, so I can, you know, but the thing in life is what you make it. And there's going to be people that you meet along the way. You know, some people you're going to meet and they're just going to disappear. There's people that I went to school with. There's people that I worked with. You might know them for six months. You might know them for six years. And they just fall off the face of the earth. They go and they live their life. You live your life and... Um, but there's other people that, like my friend from the Netherlands, where you meet them and they're a part of your life for forever. It's a very good friend or they become part of your family or whatnot. That's kind of how I see my friend Ketchup. And I've had friends in my life that I had for 10 years. One of them I was friends with for 10 years. He ended up fucking my ex-girlfriend. And yeah, I lost my ex-girlfriend. I lost my best friend. Um, still to this day, I would bash his brains out over that. Um... I had another friend that I was friends with for 15 years, probably. A Russian friend that he moved to America and he lived around the street from my mother's house. And we, we became very good friends. Then he moved away. He moved to Chicago. And he started... He was a little bit different. Started acting different. But I still continued to be his friend for the longest time. And then eventually, here recently, within the past year or so, we stopped talking. And that kind of, it still bothers me 
you know, um, I wish that we could kind of pick up where we left off, but hey, you know, I think that, you know, some people have their own life that they live in. They have their own goals, prerogatives, whatever, obligations. And something about, you know, my friend, like I said, he's making six figures a year. And at that time, I was struggling, I was starving, I didn't have anything. And to me, a good friend, somebody that actually cares about you, is going to say, Hey, do you need 20 bucks? Do you need 50 bucks to get by? He's making six figures a year. You know, like, even if I was making 50 grand a year, I'm making $27 an hour. And I've already figured the math out, I've already done it. So, but this guy, he, he would say that he's your friend. He'd sit there and watch you struggle and watch you, you know, and then get pissed at you whenever you call him out on it. So, that's not the kind of people that I need in my life. I don't need people that gloat about shit and they live high and fancy and they're not generous with their money they're not generous with their time if you think you're too good for me then I don't need you in my life period if we don't benefit each other then what the fuck are we doing you know but back whenever he was he first came to America he didn't know anything about American culture, about American music, about anything. He wore a fucking Speedo to the swimming pool one day, and people made fun of him. Here in America, you just don't wear a Speedo, you know. It might be normal in Europe, but... And there are certain things that he asked me about, personal things, that, you know, you just, I don't know. I was a part in making him who he is today. No matter what he thinks or what he says, he was just some Russian kid that came over here that didn't know a fucking lake of culture whenever I first met him. So, things change, people change, I've, I'm trying to deal with that, I'm trying to cope with that, but, um, trying to be more positive here lately, so, still got his phone number, I can call him up anytime that I really want, or message him, but I'm like, why would I? You know, so it's all about living better, doing better, fuck the bullshit, nobody cares.
And until people start realizing that, you know, <laughs> anywho, I decided to make this podcast to kind of touch base with people. It's been a little while. It's been about a week. Maybe more. I don't know. And so I kind of wanted to make a podcast, you know. Um, Now that I'm a little bit more better off mentally and everything, maybe I can start making them more frequently. Um, Talk about how my day went. Stuff like that. But... Yeah, you know, it's it's been a really rough road. Everything's been good lately. So, probably going to start making more podcasts. Really would hate to fall out of that groove. So, till the next one, it was real. It was fun. But it wasn't real fun. Deuces.